Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. We are in the Friendship Series. Last week, I asked you to draw a friendship timeline. So if you missed that one, I want to ask you, go back and listen, because it laid the foundation of looking at past and current friendships, as well as noticing healthy and unhealthy themes in this area. Speaking of unhealthy, I hope that you have on your steel-toed boots, because today we are addressing one toxic trait that will bring every friendship crashing down. Gossip. Woof. Yeah, we're going there. We are going there. When I say we are going there, the Holy Spirit is going there. And please know, when I bring these topics to you, it's because I have first wrestled them out. And maybe I'm still wrestling them out. And so let's define gossip in the good old-fashioned dictionary. Here's what it says. It's casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Now, I think a lot of us could justify some gossip because we're going, well, no, these, these details, they are confirmed as being true. But I really want us to focus on the very first part of that. It's casual or unconstrained conversation unconstrained conversation. And I do just want to give a little side note here. There is a difference in gossiping and processing through some pain. So for example, I have had people even in my counseling office say, oh, I don't want to gossip or oh, I I kind of feel bad to bring up this thing about this person that hurt me. And I always tell them, you are not doing this for the sake of, I don't even know this person you're telling me about for starters, but also you're not doing this for the sake of a casual or unconstrained conversation. You're doing this to process the pain of what happened, right? And so that's a good situation of bringing up, you know, maybe a person or a situation that hurt you that you need to process through in a safe, confidential place where you know that other person isn't running out and telling somebody, like with your counselor. We even can do some processing with friends if it is not unconstrained and we're looking at the goal behind it, right? Like when we get upset about something, if we have a trusted friend who we know, we're not just going to them so that we can say, can you believe what so-and-so did to me? And there's no reason for it, right? We're just, we have constraint around it. So I wanted to give a little bit of a difference there, but here's the bottom line. We're not going to sit here and try to sift through what's gossip and what's not. If you know Jesus and you have him in your heart and you've got the Holy Spirit, we all know when we're crossing over into the land of gossip. You know, I don't need to teach you how to recognize that. You know in your gut, all right? So just be sensitive to the Holy Spirit about that. So I read to you the dictionary definition of gossip. I want to read to you some from the Proverbs. Proverbs has a lot to say about gossip, and I just want to read to you a couple of the verses one is from Proverbs 16, 28. A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. Whisper is another way of saying gossip. Proverbs 17, 9 says, Whoever covers an offense seeks love, 
that he who repeats a matter separates close friends. Again, someone who goes and gossips and shares the story, it separates people. And then here's the one I want to kind of land on for this episode today. Proverbs 26, 22. I'm going to read it to you in two different translations. Uh, Here we have it in ESV. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Now, I don't know about you, but when I first read that, the words of a gossip are like choice morsels. Huh. I like choice morsels. That sounds kind of nice. Like I think of chocolate chips or something like, ooh, that sounds nice. But I want to read to you the same verse in the message translation. Here's what it says. Listening to gossip is like eating cheap candy. Do you want junk like that in your belly? I'm going to repeat that again. Listening to gossip is like eating cheap candy. Do you want junk like that in your belly? Isn't it interesting? I I love that it says cheap candy. It doesn't just say candy because, again, we could all go, ooh, I love candy. But cheap candy. We all know the cheap candy. It's the off-brand candy. It's the kind of candy that is like all the weird names that you don't even know. It's like it's trying to be the Snickers bar, but it's not, right? That's what listening to gossip is like. And here's why I want to, you know, we could do, I'm going to be very honest with you. I actually, when I was praying about this month and the series for this month, before I chose friendship, I was actually going to do an entire series on gossip, but the Lord pivoted me and asked me to do the friendship series. So just, you know, a little heads up in the future, I might do an entire series on gossip because this is so prevalent. And I believe it's one of the most common sneaky sins we see, especially in women, that is very divisive. And it's just sin. Like we have to call it what it is. It's sin to gossip. Now, of course, we could look at the root of why am I wanting to gossip, and I'm going to give you a little something to do with that here in a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's a heart matter. It is us having to choose to say, Lord, I don't want to be known as a gossiping person. I don't want to be known as the woman who gossips about her friends or even to her friends. Uh, One thing I I personally pay attention to is when people will gossip to me, about somebody else, that means they will gossip about me to somebody else, right? That's a character thing. I mean, that is just something, I know that sounds kind of abrupt, but it really tends to be true. If they're willing to gossip to me about one of their friends or their family members, then the chances are extremely high that at some point I'm going to be the central person that they're going to turn around and gossip about, And I don't know about you, but if you've ever been on the receiving end of gossip, and what I mean by that is you're the theme of the gossip, it shifts how you view gossip. I, in high school, was very much front and center. Um, I had a situation that caused me to be the center of gossip. And I don't have time to go into that today and all the details behind it. Plus, it really doesn't matter. But what does matter is it hurt And it destroyed my self-esteem. It destroyed my confidence. Now, in hindsight, I can look back and go, in me being destroyed in that way, the Lord rebuilt me. 
and I've come out stronger than ever before. And so I'm grateful in many ways, right, that I was able to be rebuilt by the Lord. However, it very much changed my perspective about how destructive gossip is. And this is just across the board. So I just want to challenge us as believers to eliminate gossip from our vocab. And really, to do that, it has to be eliminated from our hearts. Now, let's bring this back to friendship because here's the thing. I think most of us know and even are convicted about not gossiping about our friends. I mean, seriously, if you've ever had a friend gossip about you, you're probably not friends for much longer unless you were able to work it out and you or them, whoever was responsible, took ownership and apologized, right? Because again, I've been on the receiving end of that where you find out a friend was talking about you or shared something of yours that you had told them in confidence. And you're like, what? You Wait, I thought I told you that in confidence and you used that against me. And that's painful and it destroys relationships. So I don't think that's a newsflash to any of us. Most of us recognize, yeah, if I want to stay friends with this person, I probably shouldn't gossip about them, right? Or share their information that, that they told me in confidence. But here's another layer of gossip I want to challenge you to look at with relationships. If a friendship was built on gossip, it will require gossip to stay afloat. I'm going to say that again. If you built your friendship on gossip, meaning that's how you two connected. It's almost kind of similar to, have you ever heard of trauma bonds? We bond over, there's things that bring us together, common interests that bring us together. Well, if gossip is what brought you two together, that relationship as of now will require gossip in order to stay afloat. That's not a solid foundation for a friendship. So here's a good way to test a friendship. If you cut off the gossip, does the friendship die? And if so, at that point, you have a couple of options. One, you could let the friendship die, right? Maybe that friendship needed to go. Sometimes that's good for friendships to go. But what if, what if the two of you came together and were both convicted and said, you know what? We might have built this friendship on gossip, but I like you. I'd like to have you around. Can we please do things differently? Let's talk about the goodness of the Lord in our lives. Let's talk about constructive things. Let's talk about things that are life-giving rather than always about other people and that being what brings us together. And one other you know, piece of, I guess, conviction I want to share with you that I have on a personal note, and maybe this will resonate with you, is you know, because how I mentioned I, I have been on the receiving end of gossip, I'm very careful about this topic. I try my best. Am I perfect? Absolutely not, right? Um, absolutely not perfect, but I try not to engage in gossip. But here's where I can find myself failing. While I won't be the person who initiates the gossip, I have been known to sit and listen and do nothing. I may not even contribute to the conversation, but I might smile and, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, and nod along, or even just stay in the same room where gossip is happening. And, you know, a few years ago, the Lord really convicted me that I'm still participating in gossip, even if I'm not the one speaking, even if I'm not the one sharing the story. When I smile and nod my head and, you know, pretend to be interested, even though internally I'm screaming, I am participating in gossip. 
Because I'm sending the message to that other person. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with you talking about somebody else like this. And I'm okay with you sharing information that I'm pretty sure that other person would rather you not tell me. And that's equally just as much of a sin as being the one who initiates it. And so that's a personal conviction the Lord's given me. I I would encourage you, if, if that's you, you can relate to that. Pray about that. Ask the Lord to show you if there's any of those areas in your life where you may not be starting those conversations, but you're allowing them to take place. And, you know, for me, the Lord's given me different ways. Sometimes sometimes I'll exit the room, especially if I'm not actually engaged in the conversation. You know, I'm kind of more of an overhearer, if you will. But if that person is directly engaging with me, it really depends. I, I hate to give you advice here because it very much depends on the situation and the environment and all the things. So again, I'm not your counselor here. But for me personally, um, I the Lord has just shown me times where I will either pivot the conversation, you know, not even engage, not even because a lot of times people who are prone to gossip, like they'll throw out the fishing line, right? So it's like they'll throw out, hey, did you hear about Sister Susie? Don't ask me why that name just came to me. <laughs> oh, I don't even know any Sister Susies. But, you know, did you hear about Sister Susie? And they're waiting to see, will I take the bait? Will I go, no, what's happening with Sister Susie? Or will I pivot the conversation and say, you know, take it a different direction, right? They're looking to see who's going to grab on and take it. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's so tempting. It's so tempting. I like cheap candy sometimes too. You know, I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to know what's happening with Susie. But it doesn't matter because Susie's not right here in front of me to tell me herself what's happening with Susie, right? And if Susie wants me to know what's happening with her or something that I need to know about, Susie will call me directly and tell me, and I don't need to hear about it from somebody else. I know we're, we're almost out of time here, so I do just have to throw this in. We have to also be careful not to use prayer as a form of gossip. Because uh, a lot of times you'll see that, especially in the church. And I, I think this is kind of going away some, but the prayer request for Sister Susie and her marriage, and you know, it, it turns into a, a gossip line, right? Instead of a prayer line. And that can be why people are a little afraid. So back to friendship, afraid to enter into friendship because we don't always know who's safe. And while I can't promise you that everybody's going to be safe, we can say this we can be known as the safe person. We can be known as the person who, if somebody shares something with us in confidence, asking for prayer, that we will not turn around and use that against them in a form of gossip. And that, my friends, is a reputation that is earned. And I encourage you to take that very, very seriously. Okay. So I know I did some meddling today. And really, it wasn't me. It was the Holy Spirit. I'm just delivering what he asked me to speak on. So let's finish my processing. And I just want to ask you a couple of questions that you can reflect on. One, who do I need to stop gossiping about? Right? Hey, side note, this even includes celebrities. Gossip is sin no matter if we know the person in real life or not. And also, why are we wasting our energy talking about other people? That is robbing me of my current, my energy in my life. Who cares what this random person that I'll never meet even once in my life is up to? How about the here and the now? Who's right in front of me? So ask the Lord that. Who do I need to stop gossiping about? And then the second thing I want you to think about is my main form of communication with friends, gossip. Whoo, 
we? I know they're hard. They're hard questions. And, and believe me, I'm like, I'm stomaching these too. These are not just me yelling at you from on top of a soapbox. It is me in the trenches and being convicted right alongside with you. So here's my challenge for us this week, this friendship challenge. Be mindful of leading in relationships with gossip. When you're tempted to gossip, just stop for a second and ask a little internal question. What do I really need in this moment? Maybe you're just looking for connection. You're just used to connecting that way and you just need to start changing how you connect with people. Maybe it's identity. It's something in you. Like you're jealous. You've got some own insecurities. That's often where the root of gossip can come from is our our own insecurities and jealousy. Um, And maybe you're just needing a friend. And again, it goes back to that connection piece. So really just stop and go, okay, I'm tempted to gossip right now. What do I really need right now? All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for every single person who's sitting under the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are kind enough to convict us. When our words are not honoring to you and to the people in our lives, you convict us. Thank you for reminding us that gossip is a sin and something we need to just repent of and turn away from. May we be women who are known for our good reputation of being prayer warriors not gossipers, not whisperers, women who build each other up rather than tearing each other down. I pray blessings over the friendships represented here today. In Jesus' name, amen. I also want to leave you with this little final just thing to remember. Turn your gossip into gratitude. So when we're tempted to gossip, just start to be grateful for those friendships in your life. Well, as I mentioned last week, I just want to tell you again that if you have my book, Image Restored, that very last activity, the community will, can be used in this series. And if you don't have a copy of the book, just go to Amazon or imagerestoredbook.com, grab one. And if you're not subscribed to our newsletter, make sure you're on that as well. You can go to rachelgilbert.com, click the freebies tab, and you could subscribe to the community there. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.